The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. In a world that can be challenging and at times unpredictable, it's hard to find moments to focus on what you need. Join Stephanie James on The Spark as she guides you to use your inner flame to ignite your best life. As a best-selling author, psychotherapist, transformational life coach, and international show host, Stephanie is dedicated to helping you create a life that takes you, your goals, and your passions to the next level so you can live a life that is fully lit up and fully alive. She believes that your life is meant to be a beautiful expression of the things that light you up. That by living your dreams, you give permission to others to do the same. Are you ready to feel alive and inspired to fuel your dreams and put a fire behind your desires? Let's ignite a spark in one another that will illuminate the world. The Spark, with your host, Stephanie James, starts now. Welcome to The Spark. I'm your host, Stephanie James. And we are taking the spark and we are igniting it. So this is a year of expansion and abundance. And I'm just so thrilled to have you here with me for this special episode today, where I'm going to be talking about the gift of gratitude. And we've all heard about how important it is to live in a mindset of gratitude. But do we really know why? So today I'm going to be talking about you. I mean, talking with you about my own personal journey and the research that I've done and my understanding of gratitude and just the extensive gifts that it gives you in your life. You know, gratitude is one of those things that we think, well, it's just feeling thankful for something. I'll just think about something to be thankful for, and then that's enough. What I would say to you, first of all, as we're talking about gratitude, you know, our brain does have that natural negativity bias. And because of that, what happens is that our brain is constantly scanning the environment for a threat. And that's just how it keeps us safe. That's how it's perpetuated the species. So unfortunately, what the brain does, that's, that's a fortunate part, right? I mean, it's so wonderful that yes, our brain does protect us. And yet, what it can happen is that it focuses on the negative things and our negative experiences. And so in order to have it stick, what I call give it stickability, we have to let the brain know that something is important. So you can think of it like negative experiences are Velcro. It's like they absolutely stick like Velcro and our brain files them in the file cabinet. So be sure you remember, don't run into traffic. You got to spank it on the bottom when you were two, and that was it. You're like, okay, got it. Not going to do that again. And then there's the other part where, you know, positive experiences are like two fried eggs on Teflon pan. 
and they just slide right off. So if we want to give them that stickability, which is what I call it, we have to allow ourselves to marinate on the good feeling. And so the same is true for gratitude. If you want to experience a deeper sense of gratitude, then what you need to do is when you think of that thing that you feel grateful for, it's about marinating on it, holding it in your heart, really feeling gratitude. I would say for 30 seconds to a minute, really allow yourself to bring it into your awareness, full focus, and just let it expand as if it's a sun radiating through your heart center. And you can even imagine it's just infusing each and every cell with that sense of gratitude. So it spreads throughout your entire being. Now, the importance of gratitude is this. You know, gratitude vibrates at 540 megahertz, and that's the same level as love. And the more time you spend in this state, the healthier you're going to be, the higher your frequency, and the healthier you're going to become. Gratitude supports greater health, happiness, and wisdom within ourselves and our communities. So as we experience gratitude and that state, we could say it's a state of higher love, right? When we're in gratitude, then that is going to not only expand through us, but it's going to radiate out to those around us, our family, our friends, those we interact with. So if that's something important to you, thinking about being the change, we've heard that so often, be the change you want to see in the world. Well, this is a part of that. This is an opportunity to be some of that change because what we focus on expands. So if we want to bring in a greater sense of gratitude into our lives, we're also helping to bring that to the world. Now, I'll tell you a little story about gratitude. In 2007, I had been working for the school district for 10 years, and I was ready to make a switch. I was a counselor in the school district that I worked at, and I decided I would go three days a week at the school and then open up my private practice and do two weeks there. That had been my lifetime dream going to grad school. I wanted to be in private practice, and I had done a lot of other things instead. I had worked for the school district. I was the program manager for a cognitive behavioral therapy program with seriously mental ill, mentally ill. And so it was time for me to really pursue my passion. And so I had a friend who allowed me to rent her office those two days a week, which was absolutely perfect. And I sent out my invitations to the community, I think about 50 to say, hey, I'm going to be opening my doors January 2nd. If you have any referrals, you know, bring them on. Well, for two weeks, crickets, not a referral at all. And what's interesting is I was talking to my father one night and my dad and stepmom were both psychologists in Austin. And my dad also being a very spiritual person said to me, well, how are you praying for this? You know, how are you asking the universe or God for clients? And I said, well, honestly, at this point, I'm pretty desperate. I'm like, please, please, please send me some clients. And he said, you know, you're going about this all wrong. He said, what you need to do is drop into your heart. So I want you to go into your heart right now 
and already imagine that you have the amount of clients that you want. And so bring up that gratitude, feel into that gratitude that is there for the amount of clients you want. And he says, how many do you want? And I said, well, I'd like to just start with six, you know, just kind of get my feet wet. And he said, okay, so I want you to write on a piece of paper. I am deeply thankful and grateful for these six clients. And he said, write it 10 times. So I wrote it over and over and over again. And again, he said, it's not just enough to write it and think it. He said, feel it in your heart. So I brought that to my heart and I felt it and I felt it and I had written it all down and I could see it in my mind. I could feel it in my heart, what that felt like and the deep gratitude for really embarking on my new career, this new stage. And the next morning I got my first referral. And the day after that, I got another referral. And the day after that, I got two. And the day after that, and the day after that. I had my six referrals within a week and literally we're almost 17 years later now. And every time someone leaves the practice when they're done with their therapy work, I absolutely celebrate. I'm so thrilled that they're where they are in their life. And I know within the next 24 to 48 hours, I'm going to have the next person fill that spot. And I have been in deep gratitude this entire time, knowing that that is what continues to happen as I continue to put it out there and to really have that deep state of gratitude. So I think that that's really important, you know, and how do we cultivate a sense of gratitude? I would say to you, one of the things I think is important is waking up with a grateful heart. Before you even get out of bed in the morning, you can put one hand on your heart, ground yourself, one hand on your belly, and just start being thankful at the deepest level for the smallest things. This can literally be, I am so grateful and thankful to be waking up in a warm bed. Right now, when I wake up in the morning, I say, oh, I'm so thankful I can hear the birds in the morning. Here in Colorado, there's just amazing bird song in the morning being able to hear that. Sometimes I can still hear a cricket chirping. And I love that because crickets will always remind me of summer. Every time I step into the shower, it's a gratitude practice for me of just being so deeply grateful and thankful that I have hot water, knowing how many people in this world do not. And then being grateful and thankful for my fiance, for my puppies, for the flowers in bloom, for the green grass, for the blue sky. And again, it's not just thinking it, it's bringing it into your heart center and really feeling it. And that's what's going to make the difference. And you can do this as a gratitude practice throughout the day. As you're walking from your car to your office, it's about noticing what's around you and maybe being grateful for that client that's in front of you, being grateful for the person who serves you your coffee at your favorite coffee shop. Those little things are the important piece of gratitude so that as it becomes a mindfulness practice, it's like you're marinating on it all day long and you're truly shifting your vibration, your frequency. And we know from quantum physics that like frequencies align. And so if you want to bring something into your life, I just had a guest on the podcast last week. And what she spoke about is the importance of bringing that gratitude feeling 
into your heart already before you have it. She talked about how a lot of times people will say, well, I want to be rich. I want to be successful. I want the good relationship. And then she asks them, well, what is it that you want through having that? Because usually what we want through having riches, success, notoriety, um, you know, great relationships, whatever that is, a great body, it's a feeling. It's a good feeling. So if we want to experience and be in alignment with these wonderful things out in our lives, a part of it is really bringing into yourself in the present moment that sense of gratitude for what you want to feel and then feeling it, feeling the joy, feeling the love, feeling the connection, feeling the freedom, and then being in a state of gratitude for already having it. And so it's just, I love this principle. It's so exciting how things can truly align in our lives and how when we match frequencies, It's like our beliefs and our heartfelt beliefs then become our reality so that believing is seeing instead of seeing is believing. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Now, Marty Seligman He was the father of positive psychology. And I think this all transpired around 1999, 2000, when he was the president of the American Psychiatric Association. And I love what he did for us because what he did in bringing in positive psychology is he took the study of psychology from just focusing on symptoms, i.e. if someone has anxiety or someone has depression, what are the symptoms or what are the characteristics of those diagnoses to really looking at instead of focusing on all that negativity, instead, let's look at what makes someone courageous, what makes someone confident, what makes someone literally in that, like we were just saying, in that state of gratitude and happy and joyful. And let's focus on that. How do we create those states of being? What an amazing shift in what we were focusing on. Again, what you focus on expands. So how wonderful to focus on this. And so he's been at Penn State forever doing amazing research. And all the way back in 2005, he was doing research on gratitude. And what he found, which I think is so awesome, he calls them joy boosters. And I was lucky enough to see Marty speak Gosh, this had to be early 2000s at the Summit for Clinical Excellence in Boulder. And what he was talking about was this whole thing of joy boosters and the research they had done, longitudinal studies on how to increase your sense of joy. And he said the number one thing for increasing your sense of joy that kind of just gives it a hit and maybe it lasts for about three months is 
when you feel like someone has done something amazing for you in your life, like they've changed your life, you know, they've really been there for you and shown up in just a profound way, instead of just writing them a letter of gratitude to actually go to that person and read it and how very, very powerful that is. And so that would actually increase people's sense of joy and it would kind of taper off after a few months. Through longitudinal studies, what the greatest increase in joy was that was sustained where people were at least 10% on average more joyful than they were before is having a gratitude journal where you would write every day at least three things you were grateful for. And again, I think as we pause and write things down, it helps our mind to really concentrate on them. And as we bring them into our heart, it becomes even more of that awesome marination where we're getting it to stick and how important that is. So how awesome that you could start right now, your gratitude journal. And even if, again, if it doesn't have to be the huge, what we call in my family, boom, boom things. It doesn't have to be the big things. It can be the littlest of things. Because I know right now in our world, we can really get into that negative collective where things feel like, oh my gosh, everything's being dismantled, everything's crumbling and falling apart. So I think this is an important step. We can't always control what's going on outside of us, but we can control our attention and what we attune to. And so this is a powerful point. And I always say the point of power is in the present moment. You can choose what you focus on. So what you can do is increase those feelings of well-being by focusing on gratitude in the present moment. And if you've got clean water, and if you've got food, and if you've got clothing, those are things you can really feel into. It's very easy to take those things for granted. But I think every day I go out to my car, for one thing, it's orange, which is my favorite color. And when I go out there, I just think I'm so thankful for this car. I love this car. I don't even have to use a key to get into it. It's just, I've, if the key's in my purse, I just touch it and I'm like, I feel like this car is my friend. It just unlocks and I get in and I only have to push a button to start it. And so I have a sense of gratitude for that. So just doing the journal, one way of really, really, really increasing the sense of well being. Now, another thing you can do is you can do it in the morning and then you can also doing it, you can also do it at night. So it's looking at the end of the day. What are the things that I felt grateful for? What are the things that really made today a great day? And sometimes they're small things. Sometimes what made my day great is that I was walking down the street in Old Town, Fort Collins, and some casual stranger just said, Hi, how are you? Or just greeted me. I think those little moments can just be precious little gems of human connection. So again, this doesn't have to be the big joys. It can start little and you can build it. I also think about our romantic relationships. One of the things that when I work with couples, we talk about is oftentimes there's a lack of appreciation in relationships. I'll never forget the couple that I had in that had been married about 43 years and they came in and they were both just hitting heads and really at odds with one another. And one of them was feeling upset because 
every time her husband cooked food and he was the cook of the family, she felt like he added too much spice and that felt disrespectful. And he was a sommelier. And so every time he paired wine with dinner, he felt like she didn't like it. And so that felt like an insult to them. And so interestingly, you know, those things are just symptoms of what was underneath. And the underneath factor was that both these people didn't feel respected or appreciated. So what we did, and I couldn't believe this, it was a week, only a week, till you started to see this huge transformation for this couple. And so what their homework was, what their growth work was for the next week when they left my office was every night before they went to bed to say three things that they appreciated about the other person, three things that they held in gratitude that the other person had said or done for them. And what's interesting is there were things going on all the time, but neither one was attuned to it because they were in the critical kind of power struggle place. And so just by shifting their focus, they came back the next week and I was like, oh my gosh, what has happened? And literally what had happened is they had shifted into gratitude. They had shifted into noticing during the day what they appreciated about each other, what they were grateful for about each other so that they would have something to say to each other that night, because we said it's got to be genuine, has to be a genuine gratitude. So you may try that in your own relationship and see how that works. I think the other thing that I love, this doesn't even involve your partner. This is just for you. And you could do this with your kids, with a friend or with your romantic relationship. But what it is, it's holding your partner in gratitude for one minute in your heart. And literally, if we held our partner in our heart for one full minute in gratitude, we could think about them in a joyful moment that we were doing something that just was really connected, really was this fun or playful moment between the two of you. And to bring that into your heart and hold it, like set your alarm on your phone for one minute and just one minute a day. I promise you within 21 days, so that's only 21 minutes out of 21 days, you are going to feel a difference in your relationship. You're going to start seeing your partner differently. And again, that's that principle we've been talking about. So as you focus on gratitude, you will find more and more and more to be grateful for. And I think that this is really important instead of clinging to things that we wish were a certain way, there's something very powerful about saying, okay, this is what is. And that's one of the gifts of gratitude that it brings us right here, right now. I don't need anything else in my life to be grateful in this moment. One of the things I'm very grateful for is I have this show and that I get to connect with all of you. I'm so grateful for each and every listener. I just want to send out just so much love and just a warm hug to you wherever you are. And for you to know that you don't have to wait for the happiness. You don't have to wait to have the right boyfriend or girlfriend or partner or money or house or job or car. Those are all things outside of you. You can bring that sense of true gratitude for what is around you now. 
Again, even if you're sitting in a park and you're with green grass and the blue sky, that's a gift. And so moving to that place of gratitude in your heart and holding it there, again, feeling into it and marinating on it and letting it do that alchemical change that really does change you. So you can change your set point. They say in gratitude studies that gratitude enhances everything from your health to your sex life to your absolute well-being. So the practice of gratitude for all of us is essential. You've heard me say so often that your healing matters, and it does. As each one of us heal, we help to be that golden thread in the tapestry of life that says, okay, collective consciousness, I'm adding this to the mix. And how beautiful if we move to holding gratitude as the golden thread that we want to contribute. So I'm encouraging all of you, move into your heart, feel into what you're grateful for in this moment, and know as you do this, you ignite your best life. You have been listening to Igniting the Spark with Stephanie James. Thank you for listening. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe and receive every episode. For more information about this show, my books, films, and events, go to stephaniejames.world and ignite your best life. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.